A few days ago, in search of getting an offbeat guest, I was dialing a few numbers and then got this person on my line. At first, she told me she can't talk too much, but later we ended up talking for 2 hours from neuroscience to Cinderella. That's how wide the spectrum was. I do know I may sound unrealistic, but I can prove you wrong as I got Deepakshi in this podcast with same energy. This is Anirudh. Talk of thought will start right about Hello Deepakshi, thanks for coming in the podcast. Hi Anirudh, how are you doing? I'm great. How how, how are you? I'm I'm doing great. This lockdown has been very, you know, useful for me. I've got so much time to think about so many things and learn new things now. Oh, what what are the things that you learn? I actually came through an interesting topic called criminal psychology. It is, yeah, I know. Uh, It is like totally different from what college activities that I do. So I thought, okay, let's learn something new. And I came to know about human mind and how it works. It's actually so fascinating. You wouldn't believe it. I, I, You know what, actually, you will not believe. But I always used to think, like, uh, I'd never studied criminal psychology, like any books related to it. But I always used to think, like, whenever this rape cases or, like, murder used to happen, I always used to think that, uh, why is that person doing in certain way? Like, what are their objectives? Exactly. And whenever I used to tell it to my friend, they, they will be like, you know, don't be a weirdo, dude. Like, just forget about the topic. Can't you be normal? <laughs> yeah, because, you know, we define normal as, you know, people which most society do. So if people look at death or anything in a different way, like instead of, you know, being all sympathetic and, oh, poor thing. But then we look like, why are they doing this? Which we are actually supposed to, because then only we can understand, you know, like the whole story behind a particular crime scene. So that's why I thought, okay, what are like the different angles to human brain? That that is why I thought okay I look into criminal psychology a bit. Okay, so like did you get into any insights or like anything you studied interesting? Yeah, actually criminal psychology they don't like immediately start with uh, you know um, serial killers and maniacs and all those kind mm. of uh, homicidal people who think only about killing others. Mm. They start with like petty things like theft and larceny and then people who destroy property why do they do this so particular people do it because they don't have something like theft you don't have something the lack of need gives you the passion to take it from someone who has it yeah true objective of them is that they don't have it and they need to satisfy their desire so they just take it from others yeah so a theft happens like uh, intentionally and unintentionally and people think that okay like kleptomania hmm. kleptomania people do it unintentionally like they just want to take it They it is not useful for them but then they just hmm. take it because it's there and the desire is their mind is telling them that it's so beautiful it's so pretty it's, it's nice why don't you take it keep it to yourself you don't, you don't need to you know be all honest about it uh, and not uh, take it away because it's it's something your like subconscious eats you away and tells you that yeah you have to take it because it it makes your life feel better yeah, true 
and i also like you know when i was going through like whenever like news whenever i read news there was this really big case nirbhaya case right Ha yeah at that time the way it was being portrayed like the way it got the flashlight i thought that you know everyone were talking about like justice all those things but later i still remember like after that uh, nirbhaya case after a few days there was a case, like there was a rape in in mumbai like in shakti mill uh, oh so what happened was after that rape happened like after like after one or two hours police reached and those people were all still there in that place and then oh. and then i got to thinking that whenever we tell that you know rape punishment from 7 years to 14 years all this uh, yeah, like we try is. to put regulations the criminals won't probably like when they commit a crime they will not think that they will get caught like even for one year they will not think that's the reason they do right exactly it's like uh, their desire surpasses all the you know corporal punishments that uh, you know the judicial system gives Yeah, so yeah. it is like these kind of people think that whatever they want they have to have it so some of it it is because they don't have it so they get motive that is mm. the first thing motive and second thing is the intention the amount of uh, passion they have in their mind it drives them to do it otherwise see even say if i didn't have a rolex watch hmm. and i feel bad like oh, i don't have a rolex watch or oh, look at those you know big shot people wearing it it's so classy but then it does there's no like clear intention for me to go and steal it like i there's no desire hmm. that, that that ultimate desire that you want that yeah it should not be with him it should be with me because i value it more hmm. so i treasure it more so that's why they take it away so even life people take it away because they think that they deserve it and the other person who is living in a flesh and blood mm. body doesn't deserve to be there yeah and uh, this comes to like you know most of the serial killers like with them right like their mind doesn't work accordingly to their intelligence they think more primitively from their primitive brain and they go through their desires exactly but like not sure like uh, like good and bad are completely subjective but for them at that point of time like there is a serial killer called ted bundy do you know him oh yeah yeah uh, very yeah. famous yeah yeah ted bundy in united states like he like if you look at him it looks like he's so charming he's so like yeah he, like a normal person yeah he's normal person and the irony is he was actually an assistant director of some crime investigation place like where he is supposed to you know look over the suicide cases and try to make it uh, less relatively yeah. compared to previous years and uh, if you look at his background like uh, he, the way he was grown from childhood it had a major effect on him and the way he went through all the massacres that he did in united states is like it it automatically proves our point that it's their intentions and their intelligence are hijacked by all the desires they have yeah true but then if you see ted bundy actually he had a very very traumatic childhood but then uh, instead of talking about it to someone he decided to kill women and have sex with them after they are dead yeah yeah it's called necrophilia yeah, yeah, yeah. and and he used is, to chop the heads and put it as a trophy thinking trophy, that as yeah, a trophy, trophy. Yeah. yeah it would either be their hand or their head 
whichever he finds the most fascinating it would be mm. any body part which he finds most fascinating as a trophy like yes i did this this is a sort of achievement for him mm. that is what most most people think that uh, serial killers are you know driven only to kill people which is not true they think that uh, serial killers have no empathy at all actually they do but their empathy is so so small that it it just vanishes away like the uh, people have said that moments before they try to kill that person they'll feel sad for that person so they would think that for a second oh i am going to take this person's life away he won't exist anymore on this planet and then there yeah the primitive desire it comes out, it just comes out and then they start uh, doing what they usually do like cut their body parts or kill them or just stab them and finish it so some of them just stab and finish because they want to finish it quickly they do not want to enjoy it so those kind of serial killers actually have empathy but there are serial killers who have no empathy at all and they are called psychopaths and the irony is all psychopaths are not killers people think that anyone who is a psychopath is a killer but that's not true really like uh, they are, they can be sadists right like sadists are also type yeah, of psychopaths they are narcissistic and sadists but they can also be your ceo they could also be a lawyer they could also be a doctor they could be anyone but unless they have the intention to kill someone and uh, say if that person is coming in their way and uh, say if they are trying to compete with this person and if it goes to a level where they think that he is hindering my progress he is hindering my life so that's when they uh, their true you know primitive desire comes out and they kill them so all psychopaths are not necessarily serial killers and all serial killers are not psychopaths that 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 that's the place where we can you know actually start uh, investigating like i also feel like whenever the murder or rape cases happen right right now the major portion are done by people who did not have a criminal background or they were fine at just because at one particular time they were not sober and their their compulsion like their mindset wasn't right and they did something really wrong Exactly. And, and I feel we humans, like I know it's completely, it, it, it's more horrible, but we humans should uh, try to deal with it more logically than emotionally. Because, yeah. uh, for example, if you're going on a way of snake or uh, a deceased person, the chances of you getting attacked by them or you being a victim are so much. But yeah, the chances are so high that you know that you are going to die. Yeah, that's the, and I feel... all these people like the rapists or anyone who who does commit a crime they should be treated like a disease one like they should be proper panel of psychiatrists trying to analyze their brain and then you know we can take like i am pretty sure the crime will not completely come down but relatively it may come down yeah at least we can try to understand them like see we are all social animals right and hmm. most of us think that yeah we are normal but that's not true psychology says that no one is normal no one can be called or defined normal like yes there are set of criteria and you fit all of them that is not true because every human has a quirk 
he has mm-hmm. a weird uh, liking or a weird uh, thing or a fancy which he is scared to show to the outer public because he wants to fit in yeah. in the society so the thing is people feel like uh, they are being left out because of this particular uh, out of the ordinary thing or out of the ordinary opinion that they have so they try to hide it and in their subconscious it eats them away and that's how their primitive instincts come out and it desires them and drives them to do certain things which they finally realize that okay it's so unspeakable and it's so horrifying that they feel like okay i am i am a bad person which is not true because in the first place the society doesn't make us understand each other we are supposed to be communicating to each other in general terms but not about our feelings which is wrong we should actually open up about our what do you say our weird things or or you know Uh, like the other side like, of the brain where we think that you know when we think that we are not yeah this is not uh, right for, no, this might no. be true yeah, yeah. that's so true so if it is like that then that's when people will actually live more harmoniously and crime will come down yeah. just because people keep you know hiding their you know emotions you know having a fake smile or a mask in front of them so that their real their real themselves are not being seen so that's when in secret they do all the horrifying things which they are so not supposed to do like by you know the law or the you know moral ethics and everything it eats them away and that's why they are equivalent to dead people because they are not living their life they are just faking the entire thing it's like some movie wherein you are supposed to be this character but deep down you are not that person uh, that, that's true and i feel that you know whenever a person like you know a serial killer any criminal is born they go through like this logic i have observed a lot like many of the people have made statements also that like we for example we are conditioned in a particular way like uh, when we kill a goat or a chicken it doesn't make you feel very big crime but when a person goes and try to kill a puppy at that time you look at him like a, you know a sadist or he has gone mad because yeah. we are conditioned in a way coming to this psycho killers for them the level is even higher like it's not animals it's directly humans and they exactly. feel, and 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 they think that there is no differentiation between all of these people like all these animals too like they are killing this little animals and we are killing the humans what's the point and yeah what's the difference yeah and the and the way humans treated them like the way they were treated in the school or in the home everything makes them feel more agitated towards the human race and they feel like killing them yeah because most killers think that emotions are not their forte like it's not their thing i mean why emotions we can use our brains to think but not to empathize with anyone so they shut their eq level so much that actually their iq becomes so high that their intention of good and bad becomes like black and white for them there is no gray area at all oh. yeah it uh, is actually true yeah and uh, like when we read right like i feel criminology is like a subject where you go into terms like uh, which is not at all normal and trying to understand them because mind is something that is not like you know if you give a action there would be a reaction you would expect everyone has their own consciousness 
and based on those consciousness and consciousness and conditioning the way they act would be different yeah cause and effect kind yeah, of thing ca- yeah cause and effect and and kind of understanding that it's really difficult and i feel psychiatry psychology neuroscience these are like those subject areas where developments are there at every time more rapidly than any other field because it's always changing like every theory you get up with there would be some other theory trying to prove that you are wrong exactly and there is actually a sociopath who kills people who smiles at him what just because they smile at him he felt attacked he felt oh my god what is this he, to him a person smiling at him didn't seem normal because he was usually looked down on like uh, people used to hate him used to show anger on him or hatred or contempt and he was shocked when he saw someone smiling at him that he drove to kill that person like you do not exist because you are not normal hmm. yeah is, so this is, this is yeah this is so surprising right yeah it's so surprising and uh, like and i'm just curious that like what is their objective behind that act exactly the thing is for psychopaths it's like uh, you are coming in my way and i do not want anyone in my way so that's why to them people who interact with them a lot and who try to reach out to them like say uh, hey dude i want to help you uh, sure, can i help you with this but actually psychopaths they like to be alone Mm-hmm. so if you come and constantly keep you know offering your help or being nice to them they find it as an annoying uh, a loud noise kind of thing yeah so they would be like you know what well, you should be extinguished so you should be removed so they kill them yeah and i feel this loneliness is one of the you know one of the thing that everyone looks at them in a different way like if a person is calm like if a person wants to spend them like we should understand when a person is feeling lonely and when a person wants some space exactly see loneliness and solitude they you know always yeah. like confused and people think that who are always alone they are like sad ayo pavam yeah, but it's one of the true. stereotype that I, that i always you know understood that you know it's a biggest stereotype that a person who is calm who doesn't speak much doesn't have much to tell he's an introvert and uh, you know he's lonely and depressed this is one of the yeah, biggest stereotype but that is actually not true because we think that yeah whatever we want to do we can do it ourselves we don't need anyone's help we don't we don't need interaction to solve our problems so since they have that self sufficiency inside them they mm. think that okay i am all alone and i'm happy with it and this is this is more uh, peaceful for me than being in a group of say 10 or 20 people Yeah, true for and them that is noise that is like a disturbance kind of thing yeah that's true everyone's you know ability like everyone's choice is different like they in their life how many people they want that many itself is fine like more than that it's just like a disturbance i feel yeah and the surprising thing is people who like kill they think that oh there are people who kill as a hobby it is oh. their hobby and when they were interrogated there was this man who told that i am killing people because it gives me fun and i like doing it that's what you call a hobby right and hmm. this is my hobby what is wrong with it and at that time the police officers didn't know how to react to this 
நோ சர்ப்ரைசிங்லி டிரைப்ஸ்மென் இன் யூ நோ சர்டன் ஏரியாஸ் ஹூ பிராக்டிஸ் கேனபலிசம் தே டு நாட் கில் பீப்பிள் ஹூ வித் ஹூம் தே ஹேவ் அன் எமோஷனல் கனெக்ஷன் வித் yeah that yeah. that's it so they think that okay you are one of our own so obviously i won't harm you because their conscious mind would say that yeah you know you are my brother how can i kill you you are my blood obviously we are we both are superior to other humans so it's other like they are like some low life a step below kind of thing uh, got it so it's more like uh, like if you actually put it down in points about what all we discussed it just comes at last to some insecurity complexes and superiority complexes actually person... you will be surprised that people like uh, you know uh, psychopaths and sociopaths we think that they are like gods kind of thing because they have only iq there is no eq and for them if they did any sort of test they would be the topper or they would get the highest marks or they would do any challenge like as if it's nothing and uh, it is so surprising that we uh, they we think that they are their only intention is to kill other people that is not true hmm. their intention is to be above everyone else because they have that narcissistic tendencies like they think yes i am i am this person i am superlative to other people i actional so if someone similar to them like say if another talented person comes shows up and says that yeah even i can do this then that's when rage comes in so they are like they cannot be another me how is that possible so you need to you know not exist in this planet anymore that this all things come boils down to the way they are brought up in childhood and the way they exactly are. and all of this and uh, the thing is behind every kill a person makes it is because of the small tiny fear that they had when they were a child or when they were an adolescent or when they were an adult that scarred them so badly so they mask that fear so i told you right like in mm-hmm. societies we are not ready to show the real ourselves so since they do not want to show their fear because it makes them feel vulnerable they, their wall is so strong that they it can drive them to kill another person so that their image or their vulnerability is not shown mm-hmm. that, that that all makes this big mess in the whole world yeah i think this will clear up you know the whole perspective of seeing uh, death for instance because when someone dies normally people would be like oh that's so sad but to me it is like what would be the actual story behind this and what made that person to do this and what did this guy do to that guy yeah. bec- now that he's dead and most of the people don't think in this way at all exactly and there are rapists who think that uh, because they can do such things to a woman they feel superior and it you know it pacifies their ego yeah yeah and for some rapists it's because their mother or their sister had ill treated them so much oh. so they want to show that anger out of any woman any woman for that matter so so that they get the superiority feeling that yes now you cannot dominate me i know you did in the past but you cannot do this to me so they 
uh, have this uh, kind of uh, you know vengeance in a very you know disturbing way uh, the, the, this all you know it happens mostly with the serial rapists like whenever uh, there is a pattern of killing any person or any like you know there is a pattern i guess this will be the main reason like something related to childhood but most of exactly. the cases that we look into like daily it would be i guess mostly based on a compulsion basis like on that time their intelligence is hijacked by their desire never not in their own senses like they thought they could easily get away that is true but people who have no emotions at all it is just like another episode in their life see for those people there is no pattern he just wants to try new things and killing happens to be one of them yeah yeah so But, it is like okay i am now in a hotel and okay i this person seems to be really annoying to my sight or to my uh, you know my image or anything and they decide yeah this this guy doesn't deserve to live for them everything is black and white you either live or die so it is like that and they decide to kill this person and in psychopaths the you know derivation of pattern is literally impossible because every if if he is a say if he loves traveling for him every new kill will be a new method so you can never track him but there are certain uh, psychopaths who are you know you know they have a regiment like it should be this way so that i don't get caught okay got it yeah so there are like two different things and it's so surprising that we think okay psychopaths think only in this way but that's not true they have their own passions they have different things like other no- normal people do but then killing also becomes one of them and in certain cases psychopaths actually gel with normal people you cannot know that he is a psychopath and he would be all like obsessive saying yes i am the best but he will never say that out loud Oh. deep down he'll be thinking yeah these low lives are talking about this party about this event what is this all of that is useless and they don't know it i know it so i am greater obviously mm. so uh, psychopaths need not be killers they can actually be anyone but it is actually representing a person who doesn't have the tendency to show empathy at all so for him uh, say if uh, his friend got affected in a car accident he wouldn't care because to him relationships have no meaning at okay. all so he would never feel love at all oh, so it's most probably more like emotions are zero whereas intelligence is really high intentions can intelligence, be intelligence intelligence oh yeah intelligence is like super high they are above normal like they can predict the future they can uh, solve a puzzle in like few seconds or something and they can crack the rubik's cube oh, cool so did you yeah. did you read about all this or did you watch any documentaries like where did you find this all information uh at first i was a little into uh, you know crime thriller movies and then it went into you know psychological thrillers wherein we they show different angles to a human mind like how a person can be driven if he oh. just has passion in him oh. so uh, after watching those kind of movies especially hollywood uh, have you heard of silence of the lambs 
a religion as a backup and that goes through in that way like it uh, the backup is religion and they tell that you know doing this thing would please some uh, eternal entity yeah that is true all of that comes from a particular tradition that someone started or a trend and then it just keeps continuing and people think oh that is still true but it is not because people change they evolve yeah that's true and uh, i personally feel like when you look at uh, you know the religion or from a perspective of god everything that we go through right now in life and you have uh, that backup of religion with yourself without actually knowing it will surely make you you know a person who is not sure about his own life exactly and you will be surprised uh, people who are in poland and finland Hmm. they think that uh, they are extremely catholic because of the war crimes that had happened so their faith in god is so strong that you cannot uh, say that you know what jesus doesn't exist so if you say that they'll think that they'll immediately kill you or oh, you know seriously? yeah or hurt you or uh, they'll just you know throw you out of the country because they think that uh, god is is there and he saved me from uh, you know a disaster called war and now i'm so blessed that he is there so these people are highly religious mm. and <laughs> japanese are very conservative very conservative like if if we are supposed to touch people elder people's feet right mm, yeah, so yeah. sometimes we'll be all lax and we'll be uh, you know joking around with our elders you know or make fun of them or tease them but in japanese culture they cannot tease an elderly person and if they tease them they are you know given a corporal punishment for it to show that elders are always supposed to be respected no matter what oh, and the thing is uh, whenever whenever i look at the crime that happens to the religion it probably makes me think that you know people who does that crime actually did not actually understand the true essence of the religion because none yeah, of the like religion yeah like honor killing yeah yeah like religion never teaches you to kill someone like the yeah. only point is to spread love right and yeah, beyond the ethical ground and harmony yeah uh, and but all the people that we follow i feel that we look we take over those parts which have fun and we doesn't we don't even care about those parts which actually have some responsibility obligation towards us yeah that is true i mean if someone say uh, uh got uh, a disease uh, immediately he is not given any treatment he is just isolated in a place that's it you know what god has made you to die now and it is your clock is ticking so that's it we are not going to interact with you anymore because uh, what if we touch you and then you know we are also being cursed by god kind of thing this yeah. is absurd so that's when you know medicine started evolving after that like yeah we, a person can be cured and it is not a god's curse that made them to die yeah that's true because when we actually you know when we when we question something like when we act, the major argument that people put forward is that uh, everything should have someone who should create it like there should be someone who should be a person like everything that we are living right now is so perfect that it doesn't feel like it has evolved yeah correct uh, like there's no loophole at all 
Yeah, there is no loophole at all. Like at the ecosystem, the food chain, everything is so perfectly organized, and we feel that you know there must be someone like some extra intelligence making us uh, work in this. When you do you know this theory, the simulation theory? Simulation, simulation, yeah, simulation, yeah, simulation theory. Yeah, that is actually interesting. We think that a particular people are all the same because they follow this culture, and we think that that culture is weird and ours is superior. Yeah, that's completely. I feel it's out of blue thing because uh, the final end point that I feel a person like whoever believes in God doesn't believe in God. At last, what it actually matters is. what you're giving in the society humanity exactly yeah, humanity and when it you all are, comes down to that yeah boils down to that and most of the people don't even know that like how to be a human like people on like you know every time they pray to god everything what we're actually doing is worshiping that person's idea like characteristic That's and it. they think that after doing whatever they have done they think that okay this will cancel off all of that yeah. like it will nullify the bad that they did and you know uh, good things that they did are like brownie points like yeah. oh, it's like a cheat code heaven pakka yeah a cheat code to go to heaven is like go to this particular place or do something do something and then it will automatically cleans all the negative or bad stuff that a person has committed exactly which is absurd it is surreal actually see how can we say that this i did this and it is wrong and i know but then i decide okay i'll ask for forgiveness to god i'll confess to him because obviously if we confess to the law or to the other person whom we have affected Uh, we'll be punished but if we say uh, god please forgive me i did this really really bad thing and uh, now i i feel terrible and uh, god suddenly you know blesses you with uh, you know uh, say a spell or a boon and then he says yeah all you are forgive you have asked for forgiveness now uh, yeah now you are good to go you are a good human being again your slate is clean which is not true which is not the correct way of doing it Yeah, that com- I completely agree with that because uh, whatever position that we are in, whatever activity we are doing, if you think that there will be some eternal being who will just forgive you if you do some little work, it doesn't like you know make a real sense. Like I personally feel, if you eliminate any type of just eliminate uh, a country like patriotism and uh, religion from the world, and tell me one biggest war that happened. there will be nothing like because just because of like why did hitler kill that many jews because he felt the yeah. uh, nazis were great, way greater than them he felt superior and plus jews are all bad yeah that's the reason so, like uh, if if that feeling was in there that he is a nazi like those other people were jews it, that killing would may not happen the reason terrorism like terrorists are formed this is the same but reason but then right? uh, there are like certain aspects of religion which needs to be there the correct process is we do not just stop you know asking like oh god please let me pass in 10th but we have to make actual effort we have to do some real effort into passing it so that we feel that okay our ego is not being inflated it is yeah. just to keep our ego in check Yeah. So that's why we have this person who is like 
super natural he is into immortality he doesn't eat food water drink he is the you know beginning and the end and everything yeah so and uh, we have this person whom we think that yeah we are not that and we shouldn't you know think that we are the greatest person in the ecosystem so that's why a religion was born and initially it was just one god and then it just got segregated into so many you know different angles and then there were so many imagery you know yeah, what kind it. of deities yeah sub sub divisions for it and then there were, there was nature related into it like uh, a tsunami came yeah it is god's doing yeah, he's showing god. anger on us yeah uh, and actually the reason that we go through that way is also because we consider nature as also a godly thing right Yeah, and, because and it's we, not in yeah. our control. Yeah, yeah, it's not in our control, and uh, and the nature behaves in a certain way. It, it may have some reasons behind also, like uh, a heavy deforestation that may lead to like a natural disaster after a few years. And we tend to say that God is angry. And actually, if you look at like the metaphorically, it probably means the same. Like you did something like you know wasn't according to the nature, and then nature hits you back. Yeah, it's just cause and effect. Yeah, cause and effect relationship. But when we tell that this is completely supernatural, it's not true. There is a reason, like a science behind it. Yeah, like there is physics involved there. Yeah, that's true. And I feel that whenever you go through this way, right? Whenever you try to think logically and put an emotions in check, like of course you should be emotionally inclined because that adds intensity at every point of our life. but when you work through intelligence it probably answers most of the questions yeah we should keep our you know thinking skill separate and our emotional skill separate both of them do not go together where we need to see in an emotional angle we should not bring logic there yeah that's true it wouldn't make sense and vice versa so because most people are inclined to you know putting their emotions first because we are all social animals it will disrupt the entire you know perspective of a particular thing that's true by on based on the situation on based on the priority a person should take decisions that can actually you know help it help to go through many situations instead of being biased to separate thing yeah we have so much of favoritism and then suddenly now recently there's so much of nepotism yeah, yeah that is completely like after that incident like everyone One started incident. talking yeah talking about mental health everyone started talking about many many things yeah and what people don't understand is we don't need therapists to you know uh, get our problems to be solved we just have to talk to our peers or our parents or our family and you know things get sorted automatically on their own yeah, but like sometimes talk, that's yeah, yeah. the problem the thing is we should understand when you have to go to something you know professional help and when you need to have you know like the help from the peers like uh, whichever the comfortable way because what happens is sometimes like the clinical depression it's mostly because of uh, your chemicals in brain are going in another way like you know high of serotonin less of dopamine something like that yeah like chemical yeah. serotonin like that happens at that time like i guess clinical depression a person goes through at that time going to a professional is fine but you know 
when it actually comes like when a person actually goes through a depression like the mental health that we are talking right now it can probably be prevented you know at initial stages itself in early stage itself yeah exactly uh, if that is not there like otherwise every time i'm telling i'm telling you right it's just about a uh, incident coming on flashlight or not it just triggers you that's it yeah uh, the way it is portrayed that that that's all it actually matters yeah and then there is always like a reason there is always a reason for a particular thing but then we uh, try to normalize it saying that yeah this should be the reason isn't it obvious but that wouldn't have been because most of us want to you know get uh, get closure than the truth we just want it to end we don't want to know the actual truth because yeah. we don't want to put extra effort when we know that the end result might not be to our liking yeah that's true when we go through that way right that is a place when conflict in mind comes yeah and then uh, our entire you know our principles and our early opinions they all get all juggled up in our head and we suddenly get totally confused and blank that's true our like i feel in this quarantine our interest in criminology psychology everything has given it us wide perspective of life yeah it has shown so many more angles to things and uh, we think that yeah life is so simple and uh, the irony is we are the ones who complicate it and we think that it it in itself is simple but we forget that we are also a part of it yeah, so it's actually true. complex and simple it is only based on the perspective uh, the tool that, that you are using see. like the way you look at it it exactly. is uh, like actually looking from a broad perspective it's simple like you have some job you do that job there is there are some answers if you go through a problem there is solution if there is no solution you don't have to do anything you go with the flow this sounds simple but when you know where is a juggling of emotions priorities favoritism conditioning and all these things comes up your whole uh, limbic system messes up exactly and the thing is the people are uh, like a particular stage wherein you can call some someone perfect is when they are babies yeah that's They're true perfect they are so perfect with literally nothing in their head and nothing in their heart so it's all pure yeah, that's completely true whenever and, they are babies yeah and they are uh, ironically babies have the highest eq oh, what really yeah. yeah when a baby is around it uh, you know intentionally or unintentionally it makes you laugh it makes the whole surrounding happier Uh, but it doesn't actually mean they have eq right because it uh, it's just their presence and our conditioning in mind that you know babies are cute and like they actually spread happiness that makes you happy ha huh, but that is us right it is yeah. our perspective but babies they can sense if you are feeling sad or if you are feeling angry and if you are not okay that's why when say uh, parents are yelling next to a kid it immediately starts crying 
because it knows that okay something is wrong here the environment is not you know in a merry way it is all down and low and someone is upset oh so yeah so apart from you know this topics what what are another topics that you researched about or learned in this quarantine oh i learned how psychology you know uh, the working of a human mind is you know related to the type of music that they listen to what really yeah for yeah. me yeah i think yeah yeah but don't yeah I, i'm actually you know kind of turbulent right now because uh, most of the time like the music that i listen to will be dependent on the mood rather than my mindset exactly so once upon a time we thought yeah this is our favorite song after like 2 3 years we would just skip it yeah that's true so uh, at that time we would have said that yes pop is my favorite genre mm-hmm. but that is then it uh, that is actually subjective because after 2 3 years he wouldn't like pop anymore mm-hmm. and the basic ideology is people are categorized i mean their human mind is categorized into the comfort zones they are in so some people like living in chaos mm. and some people like living in solitude in alone in peace and calm area and then there are people who are in between like you know introverts extroverts and ambiverts yeah yeah so extroverts are people who love chaos listen to heavy metal rap jazz and uh, rock and punk and all those kind Where of there are lot of beats and sound waves going high pitch lots of lyrics they just like life to be on the go like it has to be vibrant and for them melody is very boring okay unless they go yeah. through a breakup <laughs> probably yeah when they go through a breakup they'll be like lag ja gale and all that so <laughs> but people who love calm and peace and tranquil more they are into melodies they are into you know beethoven chopin yeah, and they are into classical music and yeah, where uh, there is, there are not many lyrics but there is a calmness there like the blend of music and lyrics are kind of easy to understand and you go through the same mind like consistency is there in the pitch exactly for them tune is more important than lyrics for yeah. them lyrics has to be very poetic it has to be romantic yeah. and it has to like make their heart melt but it could also be in another way wherein the lyrics can be all you know about life about gentle things which they really yeah. like to you know got it uh, indulge in so it, it has to be mellow for them and for the people who are in between for them they can either like this or that but they have like certain preferences there too much of noise they can't handle and too much of you know slow tunes they can't handle so mm. it could be you know in between like a rhythm and blues yeah got it and edm and you know light hip hop that that's the kind of people you know most ambiverts would love oh, that's cool we we probably discussed all those like you know that deep serious or like inside topics that normally people don't talk uh, like in the group right 
yeah i bet people would think you know you and i are totally crazy of like course yeah we can actually someone now <laughs> yeah we can actually name this podcast as like you know the weirdo talk yeah like uh, okay we are crazy and you know you have to listen to stuff that you know normally people wouldn't listen to yeah, that's true and i personally like i want to thank you because you know we uh, you coming in the podcast and we actually talking about this in a public platform is really a you know great step yeah and, because we need to learn new things that's the ultimate goal right and it was really true. nice you know talking to you and finally you know telling some to someone about you know the crazy stuff that i do during lockdown yeah that's cool like i'm always ready to listen to you know anything that is out of the box like i'm a really curious person out of the person. ordinary yeah yeah <laughs> curiosity is something that makes you learn right that's why and like talking to you like you know gave me more and more uh, topics to actually research about exactly and it was so much fun you know talking about these things because it is you know interesting and uh, you know how you know uh, homicidal maniacs think that you know killing is like a hobby and yeah. for me understanding about killers uh, it became like a hobby or anyone i study kind of thing i hope all your friends like you know whenever they have doubts they ask you from now how this thing goes on yeah so they don't get intimidated so. or scared by you uh that is there and uh, i hope they don't think that you know i will turn into one in future hope so yeah, of course you will not i hope you are great friends so i don't think so like you, you would turn into one hopefully because uh, you know india is not you know the only country with the highest crime rate anyway so i'm glad <laughs> yeah and uh, of course yeah thanks yeah, it's dark it's very dark <laughs> yeah, it's dark it's actually dark but we have you know a wide range of people wide range of community like i feel like we live in a culture where turning into one is not that much you know possibility yeah because we are just you know understanding them doesn't mean that somewhere the you know their passion will become ours that is yeah, only yeah. for people who want to you know continue a legacy yeah, yeah. or something so like that we are like a naturalist like a naturalist look at looks at the snake looks at like the where it like the poison is coming from where are the those scales and all but actually doesn't become a snake right <laughs> like it doesn't act like one exactly we just so observe and us, learn we focus on the how and yeah. why and instead of just seeing what and when and where we see even the how and why perspective of it which most people are scared to see or feel that you know it is not their kind of thing that's true and uh, I, i i thank you for coming in the podcast and talking here i really appreciate it thanks dipakshi for coming yeah thank you to for you know giving me the opportunity to speak i'm honored and any from anyone from the listeners who want to come and talk in the podcast you can dm me in my instagram handle talk of thought and thanks for listening